0: Welcome to the Ortho Eval Pal Podcast, where we can help you build confidence with your orthopedic evaluation and management skills. We hope you enjoy the show. And now, for your host, Paul Marquis. Hello, everybody, and
1: welcome to Episode 68 of the Ortho Eval Pal Podcast. This is Paul Markey. I'm a physical therapist. Um, I can't believe it's 68 episodes. I mean, this is going by way too quickly. Um, we're going to be talking about C8 nerve root compression today. And before we get started, I just want to thank all of you out there who are listening. Um, Today, I just kind of sat down at my computer, took a look at our YouTube channel, and uh, went through some of the notes that people have been sending me on our uh, website. And the questions and the comments have been unbelievable. Um, There's nothing I enjoy more than somebody who, who sends a message and says, Listen, I'm in I'm in my last year of PT school or I'm in medical school. We've talked about things like the Hoffman sign and we've talked about all these things in school, but we've really never seen it or experienced it on a real patient with a real problem. And thank you so much for showing this, especially with uh, with real diagnoses on real patients. So um, you don't know how happy that makes me because that is really why I'm doing this. I just want to spread the word. Um, soon we're going to have some CME courses talking about the shoulder. We're going to be doing the cervical spine, lumbar spine, foot and ankle and knee. Uh, and that's going to be coming out in April and March of 2019 uh, super excited about doing that and uh, just spreading the word on how to become a better orthopedic evaluator. And if you can be a better orthopedic evaluator, you can be better at treating patients. Okay, there's all kinds of things in the arsenal of treatment. And that's great and fine and everything. But if you can't get the diagnosis right, and you're treating the wrong problem, then then that is a problem, you're gonna be wasting time, wasting money, patients not going to be getting better they're not going to be happy with you. And that just, you know, really degrades your ability as a medical provider to, to offer a great service. Okay. So if you want to get better, make sure that you start right from the beginning and be good at evaluating and good at diagnosing. All right. And that's the whole concept behind ortho eval pal. If you like what we're doing, please help spread the word. I would really, really appreciate it. Um, other thing I want to mention is that, you know, I've been at this for a couple of years now, um, with, with uh, YouTube, all the videos that we're doing, 250 plus videos and all the podcasts. Um, it's very, very, very time consuming. Um, we're really not making any money on this. So, um, you know, we have, uh, on our website, a donation button. Um, if you are, uh, enjoying the the information and uh, you really find some value in this and you feel like it's helping you move along either as a student or a practitioner, um, please uh, feel free to donate um, to help uh, us continue to do what we so enjoy doing, which is helping you learn how to become better orthopedic evaluators. Um, so again, before we get started, though, I would like to um, take a moment to have a word from our sponsor who helps to pay for our equipment and for our website, um, easy, uh, easy Glider. So uh, if you just hold for a moment uh, and hear a word from our sponsor, we'll be back in just a flash.
0: Do you experience leg and foot fatigue when standing for long periods of time? A main doctor and the company he founded, Mainly Technology Group, have created a high-tech, all-terrain, chemical-free sock designed to reduce fatigue. The Easy Glider Sock has a graduated compression weave to keep blood flowing and to keep you energized. Created by Dr. Lee Thibodeau, the Easy Glider is also frictionless, lightweight, warm, extremely durable, and wicks away moisture. The socks will stay fresh for days, thanks to the organic antimicrobial agent, Kytosan. Easy Glider is the only sock you'll ever need for sports, work and leisure. To find out more, visit easyglidersocks.com. That's easyglidersocks.com. Hello and
1: welcome back. So, C8 nerve root compressions. Well, you know, it gets a little more difficult as we start going down the cervical spine. Um you know we look at things like uh, reflexes sensation strength and pain patterns but as we go a little bit lower just like opposite to what we did in the lumbar spine when we started to go up the lumbar spine we start to lose things like we lose the ability to assess a reflex or um to do a straight leg raise which is not as helpful so um I, what i want you to do is i want you to kind of listen to these. We're going to break these down nerve root by nerve root. Today, we're focusing on C8. We've done C7, C6, C5. Make sure you check those out, okay? Um, so what is the most common pain pattern for a C8? Um, it's usually the medial forearm area, okay? Um, and then they'll have weakness with finger flexion, and especially when they do the OK sign. Now, remember, don't get tricked um, because C6 can also give you weakness with this OK sign because of the loss of wrist extensor strength. All right, so make sure you don't mix those up. And uh, I I gave you some pointers in C6 on how to tease that out and to identify if the weakness in the wrist is why they have weakness for, with the OK sign. Okay. The other thing that's very interesting with cervical spine dysfunction is. If a patient tells you, and I always ask this question too, because it's very diagnostic, I'll say, you know, do you ever get relief from the pain in your arm when you put your forearm up on your head? So they basically, they abduct the shoulder, they flex the elbow, and they sit the hand or the, or the wrist up on top of the head, or they hold on to those little bars you have in the car. Um, suspending so the arm overhead gives them some relief. If they tell you that, then it's not necessarily a shoulder problem because think about it. You're really bringing the shoulder into impingement when you do that motion, okay? But why do they get relief? Well, the nerve root is being impinged and they you lose this ability to glide that root through the canal really well. And essentially, when the arm is down by the side, um, there's neural tension going through there. These things can look like rotator cuff problems, can look like forearm problems, it can look like carpal tunnel. We see it a lot with people who have adhesive capsulitis where they lose the neural mobility, okay? So when they flex that arm and put it up over the head, um, they take that nerve out of tension and therefore gives them some relief. They put the arm down by their side, they get tension, okay? It's just like doing a straight leg raise test on the legs. Um, So ask the question. You get relief by putting your hand on your head, okay? And uh, that can be very helpful. Um, Where do they have sensory loss? That sensory loss is on the medial aspect of the forearm. Now, what about reflexes? Well, C8 does not have its own designated reflex, so you can't use that as a diagnostic tool. So that makes it a little more difficult, all right? Here's the lookalike here, okay? You want to make sure that there isn't a carryover into carpal tunnel syndrome or that somebody isn't diagnosed with carpal tunnel syndrome and treated for it. I mean, most people out there who get an EMG will show positive signs of carpal tunnel syndrome or compression of the median nerve. But a C8 will look like that. Okay. They'll have weakness in the finger flexors, sometimes occasionally pain um, in, the, um, in the hand uh, that will give them some discomfort. Well, how do you tease this out? get the patient in a nice neutral position, do a tunnel sign at their wrist, see if that increases their symptoms, the carpal tunnel symptoms into the thumb index finger and ring finger. If it does, you need to be thinking carpal tunnel. The other thing you could do is you could put them into a nocturnal splint. So a wrist extension splint at night. And if their symptoms of paresthesias at night go away, and their pain during the evening goes away, that's pretty diagnostic for um, carpal tunnel. Now remember, you haven't done anything to the cervical spine. So it, it that doesn't change that. Okay. So um, those are different ways. The other thing you could do is the scratch collapse test. Now I know a lot of you out there are not familiar with the scratch collapse test, but it is like a better diagnostic tool um, than most uh, than the tunnel sign at the wrist for carpal tunnel. You can also do it up at the sublimous arch at the uh, proximal forearm, make sure a person's not getting compression there that will give them some of these similar symptoms also. All right. So try those things to help tease it out. Other thing you can do, place a a patient on their back on a table, and I don't give them a pillow. I let the neck get into extension. If that pain radiates down the arm into that that C8 pattern, um, that's pretty indicative that it's coming from the cervical spine. All you have to do, manually flex them a little bit, see if the pain goes away, maybe give them a little traction. If that pain goes away, it tells you it's a cervical spine problem, all right? So remember that have a positive okay sign, medial forearm, loss of sensation. Sometimes their pain distribution will be in that same region also. Um, so make sure that you um, check out the links in the show notes because we're going to have an actual patient with C8 nerve root compression. We're going to show you the marquee maneuver again. Um, and if you want a, a review on the reflexes, I'll throw the upper extremity reflex testing in there also, um, because there really are a lot of ways to uh, blow reflex testing. OK, so let's make sure that we get that right. And uh, maybe I'll even do a podcast about the specifics of reflex testing, although you can't always see it when you're on your bike listening to this podcast. Um, there's a couple concepts that you can utilize that can really make life a lot easier when testing your reflexes on your So again, folks... Thank you so much for listening. Make sure if you have any questions, you go to um, orthoevalpal.com. We have a get in touch page. You can leave a message there. Um, If you want to donate to Ortho so we can continue getting this great content out to you, um, please do so. It's right on our webpage and you'll see that uh, when you download uh, this page too. And um, if there are uh, anything else you want to see, a specific diagnosis or something you want to learn more about uh, and it's orthopedic or slightly neurological in nature, please uh, let me know and I'll do my very best to put something on for you so again folks thank you very much till next time take care
0: we hope you've enjoyed the show for some more awesome content go to orthoevalpal.com can't wait to see you there